Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Very good. So, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Good morning, Russell. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord. We praise your name. We give you glory. We give you honor, for you are worthy of it all. The from of things, the two of things, the beginning and right through till the end. And everything that was ever made was made through your word. Nothing is that was made that is that has ever been made without your word. Help us always focus on that word, Lord. Whenever we want to make something and we want to use prayer to make that in our lives, help us always remember that. Your word in John 1 verse 3. That everything is only made through your word. We thank you, Father, for this morning. For this beautiful opportunity to come to you and be with you. To spend this first fruits of our day with you. Sitting at your feet, Father, learning from you. And you teach us. You fill us with what you, with your message, what you want to tell us this day. We open our hearts to receive, Lord, from your grace. And today, as we make our prayer, Father, we want to share all that peace and that joy that you give into our hearts. With all those that are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family, we share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. And all those that have no one to pray for them or do not even know how to pray. And we have reflected on prayer in the last two weeks Bible teaching sessions as well. We share your peace, Lord, with all those that are called Christians and have not yet encountered you as a person. They do not know you. You are not real to them. And to all those that have willingly gone away under whatever false belief they have accepted and received under lies that have been told to them, under false doctrines. And yet your heart bleeds for all the suffering that they go through, knowing that they are still yours. Draw them in, Father. As your word in John 6, 4, verse 44 says, No man can come to Jesus except the Father. Draw them in. Call them to you, Lord, and they shall come. They shall turn their hearts and say, I shall arise and go back to my father's house. And as we pray this morning, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our God, our king, the name of our father who has loved us with an everlasting love, that king who is ever merciful, that God who is ever willing to pour out his grace for us. He renews that mercy and that grace for us every morning. Every new day, a fresh batch of his grace and mercy. Made available. Knowing that we, his children, are vulnerable, are weak. Are not that spiritually minded yet, have not yet learned the word. But we are on that journey. 
So he patiently waits, teaching us each day. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the one who took our vulnerability on himself, the one who took all our mistakes and our sins on himself so that the accuser would not have a chance. He paid the price in accordance with God's law from the book of Leviticus, chapter 16. So that when that price of atonement is paid, the accuser has to put his finger down. He became a curse on that tree for us. And in all of it, he maintained obedience. And so God exalted his name to such a height, giving him a name above every other name. He is the Lord who heals. He is the way to the Father. He is our wisdom, our righteousness. Through him are we sanctified and redeemed. The one who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge, the word himself. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit through whom Jesus performed in his ministry. He has given us that same spirit that we might also perform in our ministry. He said, in my name, you shall do the things that I do. And even more than that, because that same spirit is with us. The spirit of resurrection who gives life to our mortal body. The one who is our comforter, our advocate. The spirit of truth, the spirit of life, the spirit of light, the spirit of the living God. And now that same spirit who is all of this has made his tabernacle, his home, his residence in our body, in our hearts. He is with us all the time. God going with us everywhere. Emmanuel in the true sense. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. This is what he meant. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Father, for this gift of yourself to us. Your very presence. Jesus advocating for us at the right hand of your judgment seat and the Holy Spirit advocating for us in the world here so that the accuser cannot have any case against us. He convicts us and guides us and teaches us so that the accuser can have no anchor point within us as well. He warns us and he steers us away from all those possibilities of falling into that trap. It is he who guides us, but it is up to us to listen to him and to obey his word, knowing that our Father has our best interests in his, at the front of his mind at all times. It is we who refuse to see it out of our limited thinking. Father, help us renew our minds to see that. To understand that it is not compliance that you're looking for. You are just trying to help our limited understanding and our ignorance. And because we still don't understand, you say, don't worry, just simply obey, don't question. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life, for the gift of your light that you pour into our hearts, that through your revelation, our eyes are open to see in your light the wisdom that you are giving us. We thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us with family, with friends. You have blessed us with angels, with destiny, help us with every resource available from heaven, your spiritual gifts as well, that we might be able to exercise them 
use your principles and walk in abundance. We thank you, Father, that you have loved us with that everlasting love. And it is not your will that even one should be lost and thrown into the outer darkness. Yet you leave that choice to us, a choice that we should make on whether we want salvation and a life in your kingdom or whether we want to live a life of debauchery and sin and end up in that fire. Are we the planting of the Lord or are we the seed planted by Satan? What do we choose to become that you leave to us? You respect our will. Today we want to pray in today's reflection. We want to pray that the Lord open our eyes to see the difference. In the last two days we have reflected on gaining wisdom. But more importantly getting an understanding of how to, how to apply that wisdom. Today let us make that prayer. For him to open our eyes to understanding. The Bible contains principles, promises and prophecies that we are to use to build abundance in our lives. And God's kingdom is a kingdom of patterns based on these. They that recognize those patterns and kingdom principles can use them to produce and reproduce results. This is what is called favor. Is that working in our life? If not, we need to go back to the book and study it to find out where are those principles, what are they, and how do we use them? And it comes from understanding. It is not superstition or magic where we close our eyes and speak something and it happens. Do not let your Christian faith be that superstition. When you pray, pray with understanding of how it is going to work. So that when you get a result, you cannot call it fluke. You understand exactly how it happened and you can teach others as well. What principles are to be invoked and used so that God will move on my behalf. Now the Bible says the same God is Lord unto all. It says this in Romans 10 verse 12. And he is not a respecter of men. He treats everyone equally. But the word is not revealed to everyone. We see Jesus saying that when he taught the disciples as well. When he taught them parables in Matthew 13 verse 11. This is exactly what he said. The understanding is given to you but not to them. Now let's look at another scriptural reference of this as well today. I'd like to go to Isaiah 29 verses 11 and 12. Where it says, the vision of all is become unto you as the words of a book that is sealed. Which men deliver to one that is learned saying, read this I pray thee. And he says, I cannot for it is sealed. And the book is delivered to him that is not learned, saying, read this, I pray thee. And he says as well, I am not learned. The book can be opened 
and yet sealed. And that is a big mystery. Reading, but never coming to an understanding of what is really being said there. There can be such a time and a situation where whether people are educated or uneducated, that same verse does not make any sense to either of them. That is what Jesus was talking about when he taught the parables and he said that understanding is given to you but not to them. God chooses whom to give that understanding to. And it is often he that seeks and perseveres. Ask and you shall receive, he says. James 1.5, he says, let him who lacks wisdom ask. It is up to us to ask. It is those that persevere in asking, seeking and knocking. To him it shall be opened. The hidden gems in the Bible can be hidden to many and only revealed to a few. And we see that the learned and the illiterate can both be kept off. The educated and uneducated both be kept off the hidden truth because it is sealed. They see it, they read it, but its true meaning remains unknown. We must ask God to open our eyes to see that hidden wisdom and understand it. To remove the scales from our eyes like Paul. So that when those scales fall off like him, we can see everything clearly. And I believe what really happened that day when, when those scales fell off Paul's eyes was that his spiritual understanding was opened and removed with those scales. Every block was removed. And he could now see clearly and perceive in the spirit. You can read more about it in Acts chapter 9. Paul was then baptized by Ananias. Let us now look at a few other instances. Psalm 119 verse 18 says, Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of your law. Unless he opens our eyes, we might read the book of his law, the Bible, and yet not pick up those wondrous gems that are hidden there. It is like Elisha praying, Elisha praying in two kings when the Syrian army surrounded him and his servant was afraid. And he prayed that his servant's eyes be opened and then the servant was able to see the hillside covered with chariots of fire. But that seeing can also be hazy. In Jeremiah 1 verse 11, God asked him, what do you see? And he said, I see the rod of an almond tree. God said, you have seen correctly. There are times when we do not see correctly. When that seeing can be hazy. And we might misjudge it on the basis of what we perceive those shapes to be. So we must ask for that discernment in the eyes. Now returning back to Isaiah chapter 29, we see that when the Lord decides to come, then in Isaiah 29 verse 18, he says, In that day, the deaf shall hear the words of a book. Now they're not just reading the book, but the deaf are hearing it. 
that in itself is next level. He didn't say they shall read. He said they shall hear. And though not anyone, those that are deaf. And out of their gloom and darkness, the eyes of the blind shall see. And this gloom and darkness and deafness, I believe, is our ignorance that he is referring to. Which is opened and understanding is given. That is, the seal is removed from his scrolls. And the scrolls that were earlier open but sealed are now open to our understanding. His word says the fear of the Lord is beginning of wisdom. It is for us to go to him in reverence and to ask him to open that understanding. For the organs of our reception in the spirit to be opened, we must go to the secret place. That is a place of revelation. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that we each turn to you in our own personal place of prayer so that every time we connect with your word and we start to read. We acknowledge you as your word in Proverbs 3 verse 6 says, when you open our understanding, when we surrender to you and ask you to direct our path, you give us clarity on what that path ahead looks like. You give us the plan, you give us the direction. And when we trust in you with all our heart, and do not lean on our limited understanding. Then you, Father, swing into action on our behalf. It is you who pour your revelation into our hearts. And it is you who fill us with the required grace to navigate that distance. Open the eyes of our hearts, Lord, that we might see you through your word. And we might understand all that you are teaching us this day. We ask for that edification in our spirit today, Lord. We ask for that opening of our eyes. We ask for that discernment in our spirit. We ask for wisdom. We ask for understanding. You said you should desire those gifts. We desire them, Lord. And the purpose for those is that we might know you more and in serving you, we might use these gifts to serve our brothers and our sisters as well, Father. This is why we want these gifts. And as we pray for spiritual edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families, those of our prayer group, every request that has been mentioned on it. We pray also for all those that are battling sickness and disease, that are recovering or are battling the COVID disease. All those that are battling any other life-threatening circumstances, those that are hospitalized this day. We pray for all families that are battling minor arguments that are battling violence, that are battling 
infidelity all the way to the point of separation and divorce, Lord. We place these families that we are praying for in your care. We cover them with your precious blood. And as we pray for those families, we also pray for every family that is part of this Brisbane prayer group. We cover each of these families by the precious blood of Jesus, that blood that has won all victories, that blood through which is our lifeline. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to keep us safe from harm, from sin, from danger, from accident, from injury, from pilfering, from theft, hijacking and terrorism. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of the Lord. We pray for all those that are battling any kinds of strongholds in their lives. We declare all those chains of limitations broken, Father, as we ask for your anointing to be poured over their hearts. Quicken them, Lord. Without that quickening, the yoke stays. But with your quickening, every yoke is broken. Their understanding is opened to see where they were being misled and to turn from it. Every habit that seemed to be overbearing over their lives can now be rejected and cast out. And every spirit of wickedness that is behind it, Father, we curse it in the name of Jesus. We bind those spirits and cast them into the lake of fire and sulfur. We pray for all those that are battling joblessness, that are battling poverty, that are battling any kind of financial challenge. That this day, as we pray for our eyes to be open, Lord, open their understanding as well. That they are able to see your principles of growth and abundance in finances in the kingdom. And use those so that when we speak it, we not only speak it, but we follow it through with the action of faith that is required. Where when we speak words like we have scattered our gifts among the poor, our righteousness endures forever. There is he that scattereth and yet increase it. Help us understand what that means, Lord. So that we shall be givers truly like you are in the spirit. We pray also for all those members of our family that are not yet saved this day. That they might receive the gift of salvation. We call on your name, Father, and we say, quicken them, O Lord. Let their minds be renewed. and Let them turn to you. And receive Jesus as Lord. Help us come to an understanding that being Catholic does not mean it is that, that we are saved. Help us begin that relationship with Jesus. We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. Physical needs, but more importantly, spiritual needs. That we be fed through your manner, from your word, 
the bread of life. We now connect with you in our spirit, Lord, to pray in the gift that you have given us, the gift of tongues. We thank you, Father, that all these requests that we have raised to your tabernacle, you have patiently heard us, you always hear us. And when we release our faith, then your spirit moves. And it is that move of the spirit that brings about our miracle. When he hovers over everything that is void and formless, it is he who gives it shape. And it is the same spirit now praying with us and interceding on our behalf. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. Those that are praying for the gift to release your faith <coughs> and join in as well. Speak loose in your tongue and speak and ask the Holy Spirit to take over, to take control. Make that sincere call. He will not let you down. Let us now pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> Rosquetarabala, <laughs> <laughs> 
Shadows, Talarabranda, Larianja, Laranda, Cabrusi, Larasta, Larisha, In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen, Lord. We release our faith and we thank you for hearing us.
Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, for answered prayer. Thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us. Thank you, Father, for your love. The words that were spoken to me this morning. Open your eyes and heart to my presence in your life. I, your Lord, are doing a new thing. Be holy as I, your Lord, is holy. The scripture I've been given is 1 Peter 2, 9 and 10. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own people, that you may declare the wonderful deeds of him who called you out of darkness and into his marvellous light. Once you were no people, but now you are God's people. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And as Sister Shanin was reflecting, uh, was talking about the word spoken there in that scripture, it just led me back to the scripture we looked at last night. 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 where God said, if my people who are called by my name, I'd like us to understand that connection and reflect more on it there. One in the light of this scripture that was read this morning. Thank you, Sister Shani. We have a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Hebrews chapter 3, verses 12 to 14, where it is written, Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily while it is called to day. Lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast, Unto the end. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. The scripture that was put on my heart today was from Acts chapter 2, 36 to 39. Therefore, let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Messiah. When the people heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the other apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? Peter replied, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The promise is for you and your children, and for all who are far off, for, for all whom the Lord our God will call. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus.
Father, we thank you that as we go through this day, you speak to each of us. And you fill us with your grace, with your strength, and with your boldness. So that when we go out, we go not with our might, but we go by your spirit. And we can confidently speak and say, today I am winning souls for Christ. Today God will meet all my needs in accordance with his riches and through his miracle supply. Today I expect God to bless me that I might be a blessing to my family, my neighbors, my friends and everyone around me. Let us speak to our day today. Thank you, Jesus. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, that overtakes us, let that be multiplied in our lives this day so that as we are blessed, out of that very same blessing in gratitude to our King and our Father, let us boldly go out carrying that message, that gospel and our testimony and share it with others through whatever platforms are available to us and in our personal interactions with others as well so that we might be that blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. We might be carriers of that light. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend, everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell.